0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode forty four of Play DNA. My name is Sarah
1: and I'm Damon,
0: and I'm Cassandra. Welcome Before we jump into the episode, let's talk about games we've played this week. Um I've played a lot of games just a lot, so I'll just mention a couple of them. I got to play this game called Shadows in Kyoto, which is like a two person strategy game. I wouldn't say it's abstract, necessarily. I don't know there's there's some rules, but Mostly, it's just kind of a bluffing game. Have you guys played Shadows in Kyoto? No. No. It's a two-player bluffing game? Sort of. It's kind of like a bluffing game. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of Princess Jing. Um, and then, actually, uh, we've had this game in our closet for a while. And we haven't played it. It's called uh, Portals and Prophets. It's basically a Bible game where you, like, go through the Old Testament and the New Testament and, like... I don't know if you played this, but it's actually a lot more cool than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like you get you get this time machine and like you can only – you have to like visit sites of like where these things actually happened in the Bible to to score points. And then, you know, you can go to different portals and you can make the time machine go faster. I don't know. It's really fun. I highly recommend it. I think it's more recent. It came out like 2018, which I didn't realize. But we've had it in our closet for like a year since our last birthday and I haven't been able to play it. So – yeah, love that game if anyone's interested in the Bible and board games.
1: <laughs> Is it like a creationist board game?
0: No. So you have this map and on the map are like different places like Mount Sinai or, you know, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River and stuff like that. And and then you'll get a handful of cards and then some of them will be miracles like Jesus someone from the dead or something like that but then you have to be at the location where the card says like this happened at mount sinai you have to be there and then play the card for it to give you victory points basically hmm. um and there's different regions so if you make it to all the regions you get extra points so
1: i mean i really like this the idea of this science fiction bible game it
2: sounds like a religious chrononauts yes <laughs> it's fun Cool. We we um have completely disregarded our podcasting responsibilities and have played exactly zero board games this week. That's um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we we've, we've played a lot of video games, but that that doesn't really count here. So, um, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Criminal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but today, uh, I have a fun topic. We're going to be talking about train games. Nice. Do you guys like trains? No. Damon,
1: <laughs> I just can't. What am I gonna say? My dad is obsessed with trains. You Too do obsessed. like
2: train games, but, but yeah, trains. Generally, he's not. He's is very anti-train because I'm he just was scarred
1: pro-train. in Childhood. I'm not pro-train. I'm not, I I not know how you could be anti-train. It's just a transport. <laughs> You're <mechanism>. train neutral. <laughs> I'm train neutral, and train neutral is negative train to train people. I don't think so. You don't have to like trains to train people you have to like trains
2: i mean trains are pretty cool i don't like care deeply about trains but every time we ride a train i think it's fun
1: yeah i'm down with riding trains yeah but like thinking about trains drawing trains
2: of course i'm specifically talking about like old school trains not amtrak amtrak sucks
1: i'm all about bullet trains (laughs) that's what i'm into oh
2: yeah shinkansen's are great bullet trains are are super awesome
0: i don't think i've ever been on like Maybe I've been on the Georgetown train in Colorado once when I was a kid, but other than yeah. that train, I have not been on any authentic trains. I'm not counting the light rail. I mean, I used to take that to school every day, but that's you know a modern train that's not
1: as cool. So yes, I've been on just about every kind of train there is, uh, no matter how old and no matter what country. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never and I've never been impressed. I I'm mean, like the- I've been neutral the whole time, except the Shinkansen, which is yeah. like. You're rocketing through space on that thing. Yeah, Shinkansen that's a spaceship. Is awesome. But like, every, otherwise, they're all pretty much. It's a train.
2: We went. We took a train through Switzerland, through the Alps. That was beautiful. Yeah, but right? the
1: train was just. No, the train a was boring. Vehicle mechanism to yeah, get to the Alps. Yeah, yeah. I was the Alps were the thing.
2: Yeah. No, but the there are plenty
1: of people. I'm sure there were people on that train who were like, the train is the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not the mountains beautiful. in the background. No, it's no. all about
1: the train. Like my dad would get on and be like, how pretty. And he'd be staring at the engine. Right. The Alps would be going by. Those are like the mechanism by which you get contrast with the engine.
2: I thought that the Georgetown Loop in Colorado was a really fun experience. We did that. And the train is beautiful. is fun. And at the end of the train ride, you go into a mine, which is like the quintessential Colorado experience. Like riding a train into a mine is like, that's just what you do when you're in Colorado. But um, I thought that was a great train experience but um i think we all digress we're here to talk about
1: train games train not games. <laughs> well there's a definite overlap between people who like train games and people who like trains usually there like is a, definitely there's a definitely like a train enthusiast thing and like train board games are very old they're one of the oldest genres in board games mm-hmm. and like people who like trains often like board games and people who like board games for some reason often like trains so they definitely <laughs> are you, have an overlap like board
0: games or are they like train themed board games or both
1: like both. So, like when I was in middle school, a friend of mine had a really old game that he had just like found in his closet that his dad had had about trains, which was a crayon rail game. And crayon rails is like a genre of of train games. And it's like one of the older genres is like people just drawing rails with crayons and just being really excited about trains. And like train, like stock games are also usually train games because people just like the overlap between stocks and trains and Trains and crayons and trains and hexes <laughs> and trains and trains, and trains and cards. And it's so it's like, yeah, there's an emphasis on the engineering of the trains mm. um, and the passion of, of train people.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm, I am going to talk about the two. There's like two specific different types of train games that are popular. So the 18xx series of trains and the one that Damon just mentioned, which is the crayon rail train craze that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of went out of style and now it's kind of back in style again. So it's gone through a little bit of a phase shift. But um so the first series of is the eighteen XX series. And I think the Damons may have played some of this. I kind of um
1: I played eighteen his... I played eighteen thirty. I don't know if I played any of the other ones.
0: Yes, I think I saw that on your board game geek because I was kind of going through and looking to see if you guys had played any train games, but um The original game, which was 1829, which was first produced by Francis uh, Tresham, came out in 1974, and it was a a real game, but it was hugely popular, and then they, they made other games in the series, so there's a whole branch of 1830 games. And then there's a whole branch of 1829 games, and they all are different dates. So there's the 1829 branch, they have 1825, 1853, and then they have an 1830 branch, which has 1856 and 1870 and other other games in the same genre. Um, even though they are part of the same craze that came out, they have fundamentally different characteristics. So the 1829 branch emphasizes stock picking and portfolio management, while the 1830 branch concentrates more on financial predictions and stock, mar- stock market manipulations. So those are the two kind of separate big 18xx games that came out earlier. And then, of course, there's been more games in the 18xx series since then that Not necessarily are train games. Not all the 18xx series have to be train games, which I think is really interesting. Um, So there's a game called Poseidon. There's a game called 2038, which is set in the future. (laughs) And some of these, even though they're like about ancient history or the future, they're still regarded as 18xx games because the mechanics... Are similar um, to the variants of prominent railroad stock market games. So uh. you don't necessarily have to have trains in your game to be a train game, <laughs> yeah,
1: right? <laughs> 1830 has very little to do with trains. There are trains involved in 1830, but it's almost entirely a stock trading game. Like the the trains are definitely just a mechanism by which you get stock.
2: Yeah. That's funny because before we before we started recording, I was thinking about that. I was like, I'll bet there are a lot of train games that actually aren't train related, but still have similar mechanics. Because I feel like a lot of train games have the same mechanics, or at least the ones where you're you're laying trains down onto a map. Like a lot of those have very similar mechanics. A lot of them do have to do with stocks and stock trading. Well, because of
1: the mechanic of Trains is laying a straight rail from one side of the country to the other. Right. It's the same in every country. It's the same. It's always been like the mechanic of being a train baron (laughs) is in owning a lot of stock in a giant company that takes over huge swaths of land by doing, by just laying a straight rail. It's not like there's no mechanic to the rail laying. Right. You can like import Chinese people, I guess, but that's about the only thing you could do to like (laughs) advance your company other than stock manipulation and yeah. and screwing other players out of land and stuff like the actual rail part is very it's not tacked on but it's just like laid on top <laughs> yeah. of a stock system behind yeah.
0: it yeah. yeah i tend to agree with you i mean and all these things have very similar similar characteristics like uh the, the company stock is usually involved in some of these i just played railroad tycoon a few months back also known as railways of the world and you get stock to to start your investment and you're always in debt and that's just how the game works. Um, See, I feel like
1: Railways of the World is the only game that I really, really enjoy and I think that's because the stock is balanced out with actually building like a little railroad. And because it has involves all of the things, it, it would later become Railroad Tycoon, which is like a just a brand of a Sid Meier video game, which was also itself based on the 1830 series. So each one like sort of cannibalizes <laughs> the next. But um, the the... Advantage is that by taking out some of those ideas from video games, it involved like cities growing and time passing. So in Railways of the World, like you get more advanced rail cars as time passes, and you're able to acquire those. There's like a a multitude of systems you're able to integrate with. It's not just a stock trading game. It's not just a rail building game. It's not just a stare at trains game. Like the (laughs) game trains. Uh, it's a whole <laughs> whole bunch of stuff on a huge, beautiful board that everybody gets to play. I think it's I think it's a fun fun train game. It was fun enough that I bought it for my train dad. <laughs>
0: Did he ever and play it?
1: No, I, <laughs> but I still bought <laughs> that it. That doesn't surprise ca- me. Just the is in very case, heavy. it's yeah. Well, we, we created a half an hour video, interactive video that he could pause and stop and and look at and like learn the game, but. That was never going to no. be... That was time be. well
0: spent on your end. <laughs> well,
1: it had to be done. I, just he some knew you of, cared. I cared. Well, yeah, well.
0: So um, so all these 18xx games, they, um, I'm just going to go over some of the characteristics of them. They have stocks. They Players sometimes don't uh, interact with the game board. They act indirectly through companies they control. Um, gameplay alternates between stock rounds and operating rounds. They have certificate limits. They have a hex grid in some situations. Not all of these games have hex grids. Obviously, um, the company stock gets adjusted based on revenues earned. That sort of thing. These are all characteristics of these games. Um, usually, the game ends when the bank runs out of money. That's just these are just the basic characteristics. Not all the games follow this, obviously. Um, and there's a there's all kinds of different games based off the original 18XX series. So. Um, there's just different characteristics that all of them can sometimes have, but they mostly follow the same exact layout, which is why when you play a game like Railroad Tycoon or Railways of the World, and then you also play like Paris Connection, like Paris Connection is like the very, very dumbed down, simplistic version of Railways of the World. So it's like there's an audience for both of those things, and people can find whichever train game they they can understand the best. Um and I think in most train games, I don't know if it's all of them, but these 18xx series train games, they seem very, very complex with their rules. So if you had someone that was already versed in playing it, it might, it would be a lot easier to learn it than if just, just some random person sat down and tried to read the whole rule book. It, it probably mm-hmm. would not be as fun. So that's the first set. And then there's crayon rail games, which... Um, it's a subcategory of building these trains and these type. You have a crayon or a non permanent marker, and you're making connecting lines and borders. Sometimes they're most often or not they're erasable. The first crayon rail game came out in 1973, and this was a game called Railway Rivals. It's a classic, simple railway racing game <laughs> um, where you draw the railway lines on a hex board, and this was like the first one of its kind, and it, it got really popular. And then um, almost nine years later, uh, it wasn't, there wasn't another game like it until uh, Mirfei Games came out with Empire Builder, which I haven't played either. But um, it's got the same concept where you're drawing lines on the board to create the rail tracks. Um, yeah.
1: So Empire Builder is fun and it's simple. There's not really that much to it. You're just drawing, you're literally just drawing trains. You have a, uh, I don't remember the exact number you can draw each time, but you have a a number of actions that you can take to draw rails on a hex map of the country. And there's like little mountain spaces and river spaces and your train. And you're just kind of trying to head off other people and, and get your goods to the right Place, although the goods are never really involved. That's more of a railways of the world thing. <laughs> it's just really like laying down the rails and then getting points you know, in like a like a conceptual good transport.
2: Are you actually using crayons?
1: Uh yeah. Like we we played how, on how a digital you, version because we didn't have the real version. But in
2: the real version. But
1: I've played the real version with crayons.
2: How does it work with crayons? Because crayons are not erasable.
1: They, are they? They are. So with crayons, you take a crayon. Oh, it's like a laminated wax. It's a
2: laminated board. Yeah okay gotcha
0: so the empire builder itself had like a series of like spin-offs. so there's british rails euro rails india rails and north america rails kind of like you have you know ticket to ride and then there's ticket to ride europe yeah. and ticket to ride there's just so many spin-offs of that game it's crazy but yeah yeah so those are just two of the categories the category uh, the crayon rail game that comes to mind with this second category is um railway inc Railway Inc. Yes, that one's definitely crayon rail game, and I like it a lot. So, have you guys played any other modern ones that you can think of?
1: Yeah, lots of train games. Uh, I don't think I played any other. I mean, I don't remember the name of the crayon game I played with Are there any other ones
2: other than crayon or other than Railway Inc.
1: Crayon games?
2: Are there other modern crayon railway games?
1: There's a few. We played one with string. I think it was just called String Railway. Yeah. that was kind of cool actually I think that's actually designed for little kids but it was really good
0: yeah I've never played another crayon real way game I mean maybe I should try Empire Builder but I haven't
1: played I would it. say Empire Builder was actually surprisingly good for being like old because <laughs> uh, it hasn't been it hasn't really been updated and it doesn't necessarily need to be the rules are very simple it's kind of the simplest structure you could have um, you're just kind of drawing some drawing your railroad but it comes on a big board there's lots of hexes. Um, there's lots of space to to do things. Uh, I think Railway Inc. sort of takes the the crayon railway concept and then compresses it into a very tight, very fast playing space. Um, Empire Rails is more like several hours. Really, Empire Builder.
2: Holy moly! It's like several.
1: Uh, you played it. It took us four days, I think, to play through that whole thing. What?
0: Wait, four remember. days when you could play Railway Inc. in like thirty. We minutes? We played through like
1: half an hour at a time. I think for four days.
2: Wow, I must have erased this from my memory. Like, oh my god, me, you, this and game. Your, your
1: sister, and we played this very slowly. We played this game.
2: Oh, uh, but we played a digital version.
1: Yeah, but we were all here. We were all sitting around yeah, it yeah, doing yeah. other things. Okay, okay. I
0: remember. We I didn't remember. Have, like, now. we didn't
1: have room for a board. We we're right. sitting around it, just sort of making moves when we could.
0: Right. Oh, uh, interesting. You must have not liked it that much then. If you blocked it out. <laughs> Well, I guess it
2: because you think about the tactile nature of, of drawing a railroad, and if we we're playing it digitally, it's not really the same,
0: you know?
1: Uh, train games, like trains is a train game. But it's not in one so, of the two
0: categories, according.
1: It's a deck no. building train game. It's definitely about trains.
0: I don't think they necessarily I need don't to really, be one I of don't these really two like categories to be fun. Like, I love the game Cult Express, but it's not in either of these categories. Just like a train robbery no. game, which I think yeah. that doesn't
1: have anything to do with the train.
0: Yeah, it's kinda like if we're talking <laughs> about if we're talking about train games,
2: we're talking about both a genre and a theme, I think. Like there's definitely the genre of train games, which are the, the categories that you just talked about. And then there's train themed games, and which I think, is Cult Express. <laughs> yeah. And I think personally, I guess I would not say I am a huge fan of the train genre. Um, I've played plenty of them, and I guess they're fine, but they just don't, like, get me going. They're (laughs) not, like, exciting. I don't really find them exciting. Um, You don't like Railways
1: of the World? I thought that game was awesome.
2: I think it was fine. And I don't like trains. I think (laughs) it was fine. Like, my favorite train game that I can think of is First Class, which we played with you, Sarah. Yeah, I was going to mention that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked that game. And and it was it's definitely about trains. The the train theming is very strong. Oh, it's more
1: about trains than train games.
2: Yeah, it's the theming is very strong, but it isn't in either of those two categories. So in in First Class, it's it's mostly card game and you're building trains with each of the cards being like a carriage on the train. And the carriages can do different things, like you can have more than one engine for some reason, and you can have, you know, coach trains, and and, um, you can have trains with really fancy customers who will pay a lot of money. And I liked that one because, for one thing, you can upgrade your train cars, which was just like... I just like seeing the numbers go up. It's really satisfying yeah. to upgrade things. Um, there was definitely some screwage possible between players, but for the most part, you could just kind of build your own train and not worry about other people. Which I I really generally tend to like those games more than the ones that force you to fight. It also has some great uh, like add-ons onto the base game that you can, for example, we played a variant where you there's like a murder mystery and one person is an assassin and throughout the game you can make choices about making your train better or potentially making your train worse. And sometimes you're forced to make choices to, to make things worse. But the person who's the assassin is actively trying to, you know, get this, this certain point count and other people are trying to determine who. who Wasn't the Damon the assassin? No, I, I definitely was. Oh, I, I was, was the definitely assassin. assassin actually. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Um,
0: but anyway, I, I liked that game. I thought it was fun. I did like the conductor meeple. That was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a meeple, but he had like this little hat on. It was so adorable. Um.
2: So w- would you say that Ticket to Ride is actually in one of those two categories?
0: No, no. According to my research, it's not. Yeah, it's not. I
2: wouldn't what? say it is. It's like kind of vaguely like a stock game a little bit, but... I don't know. I do wouldn't you guys say... like Ticket to Ride? I like Ticket to Ride. Yeah, I like it. Um, again, it's not like one
0: I would say, Oh my god, you have to play this game. Um, but I think
1: everybody should try Ticket to Ride.
0: Yeah. I like Trans America better. I've always liked Trans America better. But it came out before Ticket to Ride and every time I bring it up, everyone's like, What's well, Trans America? Like they all know what Ticket to Ride is, but they've never played Trans America. I don't like...
1: feel like Trans America has that much to do with Ticket to Ride. Does it?
0: But that's why it's a better game. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I would say I have I have a natural aversion to train games. If somebody's like, hey, do you want to play this train game? Like, even though that doesn't necessarily mean anything, because like I just said, there's so many different kinds of train games. I'm like, a train game. <laughs> okay. And I think, Sarah, you would definitely say yes. Absolutely. I,
0: I always say no to Ticket to Ride, but usually with train games, I'll say yes. I don't like Ticket to Ride. Um, So I, I found this interesting part of this research. Um, Friedman Frieses, am I saying his name right? Power Grid, Um, most of that th- concept was taken from Crayon Rail Games, and its predecessor, Funkenschlag, uh, <laughs> which used Crayons to denote power lines, also used the Crayon Rail system. So it's saying, in a sense, Power Grid is more a train game than Ticket to, to Ride, which I think is true. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually like Power Grid a lot, so... Yeah, I liked you know, Power Grid. It's a
1: defining train game in a very restrictive and odd way.
0: There's tons of um, tournaments for these train games. So they take place all over the world um, through this association called the Train Gamers Association. Ooh! <laughs> Their largest event is called the Puffing Billy Tournament. Um, mm-hmm. They play 18 x championship games and the... There's another um, tournament called the Empire Builder International, and the Puffing Billy tournament is named after the world's oldest surviving steam locomotive called the Puffy Puffing Billy, which was built oh. in 1814. So wow. if you're really into train games and want to compete, you should look up train, the Train Gamers Association, and you can spend hours playing 18xx championship games with people who are <laughs> as obsessed as you are. I don't know that I would do that, but... Um, I was wondering if Brass Langshire, um was actually a train game because I know there's train components in there, but I don't think it really has to be – you're not building a train. You're just moving the components that a train would have moved to their specific locations of the trains. Yeah, I don't
1: remember them. Brass having anything really – it does a lot more to do with factories than it did with trains.
2: And I would definitely say Pick Up and Deliver is a different genre than trains.
0: I actually do like the card game Trains, though, unlike Damon. I thought it was a really fun deck-building game, even though it's not – one of the traditional train games.
1: I don't know. If it was themed in a different way, maybe I would like it, but it's like...
2: I think it's a fine deck building game, but also isn't the art just atrocious? It
1: is atrocious.
0: It's horrible, <laughs> it's atrocious, but I do like the aspect <laughs> of you putting like little stations on the board.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I think if it was themed in a different way, I might enjoy it, but... Yeah. It's so mundane.
2: And there are just so, so many other deck builders that I would rather play,
0: I think. Yeah, yeah. Have you – oh, you would like that Lord of the Rings deck building game. That's a fun yeah, one. Yeah, I still
2: need to play it.
0: Yeah, we own that next time if you ever want to play it. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had for train games. I can't think of any other ones I like. I mean, mostly my favorite train games probably aren't, like, the traditional train games. I do like Railroad Inc. a lot, but I like Cults Express a lot, and that's not really – that's more of a themed train game than the genre train.
2: Yeah, it's kind of interesting that there is that differential between – themed and that's because games about
1: trains are cutthroat stock trading games and a lot of people don't like those yeah they tend to attract an audience and then keep those audiences i'm down if we want to play 1830 I, it was a fun game when i tried it and i'm always down for railways of the world or its derivative name
0: raccoon tycoon now,
1: <laughs> railroad tycoon oh yeah raccoon tycoon may have some i don't know i've never played raccoon tycoon maybe it has some Connection, we'll find out yeah but
0: i did make you guys play paris connection and i although i really really like that game i think we broke it the first playthrough so yeah cassandra went straight for marseille and no one could do anything she went straight for marseille and like the game ended after like three turns or four turns and it was like
2: yeah because mm-hmm. we knew that the goal was to get to marseille and it's you got points for like getting there, and so it's not like you had to gather points and then be careful about when you got there. It's just like, pff, well, I'm gonna go straight for it, and so I just built straight for it. It took like four or five turns to get there, yep. and then the game
0: just ended. It was a
1: very breakable game
0: before anybody could. It
1: was <laughs> a very fragile Get really structure. any points
0: at all. <laughs> There's another game out there called Age of Steam that I kept coming across in the research and I wouldn't mind playing that, but I again it's probably one of the eighteen XX series games, so it might be a little more complex
1: to to learn and play. But mm, if it's up in the top, I mean outside of eighteen thirty, if it's up in the top in Board Game Geek, it's probably a Euro game with a train on it. Mm. Um, there are a few of those, like Snowdonia. <laughs> very, very much involves a train, but is a Euro game, like a point salad Euro game.
0: Well that's all I had. So thanks for talking about trains with me today.
2: Yeah, I'll put all of these games that we talked about in the description below and on our website, playdnapodcast.com. I
0: guess that's it. That's all we had for trains. So play safe, play often, and we will see you next time. Oh, and all aboard trains.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that?
0: I have no idea.